Hey everybody, welcome to a very special Just for Variety. Today is August 6th, 2021. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. On today's episode, I'm talking to Barbara Streisand. Chatting from her bedroom in Malibu, Streisand talks about her new album, Release Me Too, featuring 10 previously unreleased studio recordings, including performances with Willie Nelson and Kermit the Frog. But we covered a lot more than just music. If you can believe it, we talked about smoking pot and drinking cold beer, as well as her marriage to James Brolin. And wait till you hear what her son Jason Gould gave her during the pandemic. Plus, is Streisand getting ready to direct and star in another movie? Quite possibly. But one thing we won't be seeing anytime soon, a Barbara Streisand biopic. But before we get to this very intimate conversation, let's take a look at this week's Just for Variety column. If you haven't seen Pray Away yet, please take some time to watch this fascinating documentary about Exodus International, the disgraced gay conversion therapy organization that imploded when several of its leaders came out as LGBTQ and denounced the group's practices. Director Christine Stolikis tells me that she was inspired to make the film by her late uncle, who was sent to conversion therapy because he identified as transgender. She said, He never came to terms with who he was, so I think it would be a really hard film for him to process. This is a strange reality to live with because I made the film out of grief and love for him. She added, I would happily trade this film for his life. Pray Away, produced by Ryan Murphy and Jason Blum, is available on Netflix. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Just for Variety. Here's... Barbara Streisand. Oh my God, I'm still in my nighty, Mark. I'm talking to Barbara Streisand in her nighty? Yeah, because okay, I love now. being in my bed. I write in my bed. I watch television in my bed. I yeah. So is that is that the silver lining of the pandemic and quarantine that you got to just hang out in bed a lot? Yeah. <laughs> my record on an iPad. Wow. Yep. 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 Good for you. You deserve to be in bed when you want to be in bed. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I have, uh, yes, I have, well, I should have some tea. I think I'll drink my juice. Do, do, do the dogs get in the bed with you or you don't let them in the bed? Oh, of course I let them in my bed. I can't wait for them to be in my bed. They take their naps in my bed. Yeah, I don't understand people who say, no, I can't have my dogs in the bed. It's the best. Why wouldn't you want dogs in the bed? They're like your family. They're like your... Yes. You know? 
So let's talk Release Me Too. How does Barbara figure out what's in her vault and what she wants to put on this album? I mean, I imagine you have hundreds and hundreds of tracks that could possibly be on it. Probably, but I rely on my uh, my A&R man, Jay Landers, who goes to the vault and listens to a lot of things and picks out things that he thinks I'm going to like, most of which I do. And uh, some of them I forgot that I recorded, like Rainbow Connection. How do you forget that you recorded a song with Kermit the Frog, of all people, of all things? I don't know. Is he a, is he a person? Um, <laughs> when, did he, when did he tell me that he told me, you know, there are a lot of people that you've done duets with. What year was that? I forgot. Um, that he said to me, but, you know, you never recorded with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> did it basically for my son, who was a right. big fan of the Muppet movie and uh, watched Sesame Street. And he loved this. So did, did Jason remember that you recorded it or no one, no one had any clue that this was in your vault? No, he, he remembered it. Yeah, he did remember. I said, I did this for you, honey. <laughs> and what do you remember when you record with Kermit? Are you literally recording with Kermit or is you like splicing it together later on? No, no, it was Jim Henson. Wow. Do you remember it? Do you remember now doing the recording? Oh, vaguely. <laughs> Let's, what about Willie Nelson? Tell me about recording it. That song, Barbara, is so good. I just, I just keep playing it. I just keep playing it for my husband. I love that song so much. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. Because we somehow started it with Willie, and then he wasn't available, so we did it with Blake Shelton. But now, Willie did it. Um, you know, he finished his part, and we were so happy that we got to do this together. When you first recorded it with him, were you were you in studio with Willie Nelson? I, I just I want to imagine Barbara Streisand and Willie Nelson in our recording studio together. Uh, no, we were not together. We heard each other. We said hello and stuff, but then he had to do it when he had time, and I did it, um, you know, myself, and then tweaked. I think later when I talked right back to him when he called me funny girl and then mm -hmm. go in your bus and all that. So we had met each other through Chris Christopherson, our mutual friend, I think during the time of um, Star is Born, my Star is Born. Wow. Um, so, you know, we had a connection, but uh, it was just fun to have it all put together. Because all of a sudden I was imagining Willie Nelson, you know, all of a sudden he takes out a joint and he starts smoking. I imagine you wouldn't like that. <laughs> Why not? I mean, <laughs> I was intended to do that. And then one night I really did it on stage when I was doing the Forum concert or in the 70s. Mm -hmm. It was part of my shtick. <laughs> I talked about pot and, you know, I was working with Richard Perry. That's why. <laughs> so-called modern contemporary so, user. So were you, a, were you a pot smoker? No. 
No, no. I tried it once and I, I didn't like the way it made me feel. So I never did it again. Were you a drinker? Do you like to drink? No. Uh, Clean living, huh? No, I don't like... I like beer. You do? <laughs> Chinese food or Italian food. Uh, and I also like non-alcoholic beer. You could you could take the girl out of Brooklyn, but you can't take the Brooklyn out of the girl, can you? A beer with some Chinese food. Yeah, that's true. Do you can do you still consider yourself a full fledged New Yorker, no matter how many years you've been out on the West Coast? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's uh, there's something about growing up in Brooklyn and living in New York so many years. It's a very um, a realistic point of view. Mm. Earthy. Yes. Well, I, I grew up I grew up in Queens and the last time I actually talked to you was during when you were doing promotion for Guilt Trip and my parents grew up in East New York. So the street that I mentioned to you that my mom told me to mention to you was Argyle Road. Argyle Road, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like Nostrand Avenue, Newkirk. Yes. You know, flat. Yeah. My my dad my dad went to Thomas Jefferson High School and my mom went to Franklin K. Lane. <laughs> I girls that went to football games. You know, I wasn't part of the I was writing book reports on Stanislavski because I always wanted to be <laughs> so I was so, an odd girl, you know. So let let's talk more about this album. How many how many tracks did you listen to before you said, you know what, we have it? Uh, not that many. I mean, mm. Jay has been with me over 25 years. He knows what I like, what I will like, or what will have a chance, you know? Mm -hmm. and, um, I think, you know, it's like we're in, we're in sync, you know? Mm -hmm. At a particular, I love to be aware. I loved you light up my life. I love uh. forgiveness. I loved one day. Because it was written when there was, it's about climate change. Mm -hmm. My first big grant from my um, foundation was to the Environmental Protection Agency, the Environmental Defense Fund, actually. Mm. When I heard about uh, global warming and it frightened me in 1989. When it really concerned me, I, that was my first big grant. It was a quarter of a million dollars, which I couldn't afford really at the time. But I was so frightened by the thought of it mm. that I had to do that, you know. Any chance you'll do another uh, concert in your backyard to continue the fight? Because obviously the fight is still, have, still hasn't been won. Um. No, probably not. But nothing is impossible, as my motto was gentle. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. <laughs> it may, you know, I may have to. Are you hopeful? How are you feeling these days? I mean, obviously, we had four years of, yeah, you know that. Yeah. Faster. How are you feeling today? Climate change facts from a website, even. Mm. I mean, not being allowed to mention the phrase climate change. I mean. That was four years in a black hole. Right. Unforgivable. Un uh, completely 
uh, four years of people dying unnecessarily mm-hmm. because they tell the truth. Right. The how, truth how are you? Is so important, you know. Tell people the truth; they can deal with it. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling? I mean, we're in a pandemic, but Biden is president. I I I love Biden. Mm-hmm. I love compassion, his honesty, his integrity, his love of facts, not fiction. Uh, no, he, he is a good-hearted soul, intelligent, years in the Senate. Uh, no, I'm a big fan. So you, do you think the country's headed in the right direction, even with all the crazy things we have to deal with today? Uh, I think the he- the country is certainly headed in the right direction. Mm. What's so hard to understand is all the hate that and violence that Trump invoked during his years. Yeah. And how that manifested itself in the January 6th insurrection, you know, and the, the falsities and the lies that are still floating around about an election that Biden won by 7 million votes. When you think of it, Al Gore lost the election by 537 votes. Hillary Clinton Mm. lost the election with 77,000 votes. But Trump lost the election by 7 million million votes. I don't know. I think they should show that every day on TV. (laughs) People of what the facts are. Right. Did the DNC, did the Democratic Party ever come to you to seriously run for office? No, no, no. That was funny when I was, when was that? When I was like, when I was in Washington and talking to people and writing uh, stuff in the papers and stuff. And it was Mm -hmm. like, because I'm friends with uh, Colin Powell and Madeleine Albright, that means that I can run for office. No. Did you ever did you ever think about it? No. Your your passion and your empathy is there. It is, but it doesn't mean I'm qualified to run for office. I know my, you know, limits. I'm a pretty smart person, but not that smart. <laughs> um and you're you're still working on your book or have you finished it? No, I'm I'm almost finished. I have one more long chapter called the epilogue. Mm. And that's about your your marriage? That's after my my book ends with my marriage to Jim. But then the Mm -hmm. epilogue has to take me further on, you know. Um, I wanted to end with my Harvard speech, but then, no, of course it had to include my marriage, you know. Yeah. What is it, 23 years now? Yeah, 25 years together. That is a quarter of a century. Yeah. You know, can you imagine? I mean. So what's, what's, the, what's the secret? How do we all make that work? I mean, I'm married now eight years, so I'm, I'm on a pretty good track. Yeah. Um, the secret is to listen. Yep. To listen carefully to... Well, I, I think, you know, to be a good actor, you have to listen. To mm-hmm. be a person, you have to listen. To be a good marriage partner, you have to listen. 
you know, hear the other yeah. person, agree to disagree. Communicate. That's what's humanity. You know, that's what Biden brings, that he can work, you know, with uh, the other side. Because you can agree to disagree. Because of the major thing that people have to deal with, I think, is kindness. Mm. Kindness. Be kind. Be kind to our fellow man. You know, be kind to the environment. Now, we're going to take a short break. But when we return, Streisand explains why we won't be seeing a biopic anytime soon about her life a la Elton John's Rockin' Man. Plus, she reveals the gift her son Jason Gould gave her during the pandemic. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Here's more of Barbara Streisand. Why hasn't there been a, um, an official documentary yet about your life? When will we see that? I have uh, how many hours? Jesus. We've been putting together a documentary for the last, I think, 20 years. I just haven't thought, <laughs> that, you know, I've been busy. Um, now about it. After I finish my book, I will think about the documentary do you ever want to see a scripted feature sort of you know along the lines of rocket man or you know freddie mercury would you ever want to see your life on the big screen that way why not who would play you oh you mean having somebody else play me yeah like a feature you know a scripted feature after i'm gone not while i'm alive no 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 i just <laughs> They listen to the truth in my book and portray me truthfully, you know. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'm a, I, I, no, 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 not, not while I'm here. Is it because you wouldn't want to watch it or just? I get upset when something's false or something's a lie. It's like, or something's omitted. Right. You know, a lie by omission or, you know, that's why I wrote the song, Don't Lie to Me. And I couldn't help, you know, making a video. Uh, uh, I probably lost a lot of people, a lot of fans doing that, that. But, you know, you have to face the truth. I have to face my own truth. I have to face what I think's going on in the world. I, it's all that's who I am. I, I just believe in the power of the truth. Were there any parts when you were when you were writing the book that were really hard for you to go there? Were there parts where you're like, you know what, I don't know if I could, go, I don't know if I want to revisit those times. Yeah, there were moments like that. Yeah, there were moments like that. How'd you get through it? Sometimes I didn't. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
I mean, you know how many pages the book is so far? If I read correctly, something like 876? Uh, okay. well, yeah. 824 pages. And I added up the word count, wow. which wow. was 411,000 what? <laughs> I numbers. But how about this? My lucky number is 24. Mm -hmm. My last Grammy was on, the, on February 24th. You know, in other words, and I said, I didn't think I was going to win, you know, against Madonna and Tina Turner and a couple of other girls that were wonderful and contemporary. I didn't think I was going to win. But I said something about the number 24 and today's February 24th. So wow. it is interesting. I mean, I didn't plan on the book being at this point 824 pages or when you add up that Just four and 11,000, you don't know what it is? No, 162 something. We should have that on hand. <laughs> but it adds up to 24. You know, six was, add up to 24 when you add them together. Is there any duet that, is there any duet that you didn't get a chance to do that you always wanted to do and you're like, you know what? The time is, time has passed. It didn't happen. Is there, oh my God, that's a good question. I think I did duets with maybe some younger women now, or. Um, Is there anyone in particular? Well, I like so many of them, like her, Ariana, I did. You did Ariana, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was fun. Uh, she's a kick. Um <laughs> You know, um, I don't. I, I, there are just some good ones out there. But who who are you listening to today? Do you do you listen to contemporary artists today, or do you stick with uh, some of the more classic stuff? I don't. I don't listen to music much because I'm so sick of it. By the time I'm mixing and listening to, you know, the mixes. Okay, it was good on February 16th, but I think I like the best the one with. <laughs> up the uh you know the piano on that phrase so you know i get so sick of it thank god my, my son gave me his car and the car is seven years old so it still has a cd player in it because i always like to my mixes uh on a cd <laughs> sorry you're driving around in a seven-year car or is it just parked in the garage when you want to listen to a cd no because during the quarantine <laughs> The Mercedes was costing, you know, a few thousand dollars a month, uh, and we weren't using it. So I said, get, bring it back. And Jason said, I'll give you my car because he bought a uh, Tesla. <laughs> I love his car. I mean, it's, it's so great. This seven-year-old car that looks fantastic, drives fantastic, and has a CD player. Did you pay him for it, or he just gave it to you? He... I, I gladly would, <laughs> but he said, no, mom, you know, you've given me so much. Uh, please take it as my gift. I said, thank you so much. So when are we going to see you back on the big screen? The last time was a while ago, the guilt trip. When do we, when do we get to see Barbara back on the big screen? Because I really could not. It's one of the reasons I could focus on my book, because I couldn't get Jip made. Right. It, I wanted it as a bookend to Funny Girl because 
was written, the score was, the music was written by my dear friend, Julie Stein, whom I loved. And uh, Arthur Lawrence had directed me in that first Broadway show, Wholesale. Yeah. It was, and I love Stephen Sondheim's words. And so, of course, it was meant to be. It, I felt it was, you know, the perfect thing to end my film career. And you can't control things like that. You can control a book. Yeah. But you can't control getting a movie made, like making the Margaret Bourke White story. I couldn't make right. those films. And that's when I said, fuck it. You know, I'm doing, I'm going to really settle down and finish my book. So are you done with movies now? Or is it never say never? Well, never say never, because I also have another piece that I was going to, Maybe I'll do it. It's because I can do it with handheld cameras. It's easier Which to put one? cost. It's something that I worked on years and years ago called Third Time Lucky. Mm -hmm. I started photographing it with my iPhone, <laughs> you know, just doing some finding locations with it. And I thought, this is be interesting. This could be interesting. So come on, you got to do it. Are you in it? Well, I it was, written, it was written for me, but <clears throat> at this point, I could play it, you know, as an older woman mm -hmm. and make the kid that I'm in charge of my grandchild rather than my child. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Meanwhile, I'm enjoying my grandchildren. And there's yeah. nothing like family and home and pure love and joy and mm. connection, you know, that is like the most important thing to me now. We've all gotten closer during this time and great, yeah. more grateful. And I'm grateful to the fans who will even buy, you know, my yep. record. So, well, it's Barbara, a time thank of, you. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank it's a time you. of gratitude. That's all. That's what, you know what, I'm full of gratitude and I just have to, before we go, thank you for all your work you do um, with heart health issues. I know I'm not a woman, obviously, but I'm actually at, I'm at Cedars in a drug trial for, because um, there's a little bit of plaque on one of my arteries and it's a trial that's showing that this cholesterol drug is reversing the plaque. Which cholesterol drug? It's something with an R. I should have had the name in front of me. I basically, I've t I give myself a shot every two weeks. It's for 18 months. Really? And if, and if it's successful, it means that, I mean, it's a little bit of plaque. They weren't worried about it, but they said there's a stroke trial going on. So it may reverse the plaque. We care as much about men as we do women. Just yeah. women were under-researched. Women were yeah. not considered equal to men. And right. that's why, you know, hence the Barbara Streisand women's heart center but we do research research on both genders and we care about both genders so yeah i'm so glad what did your cholesterol numbers go from what to what it's the um i haven't i literally just started the trial like four weeks ago um i go back in six months they check then i go back for another six months they give me more medication than another six months and it's an 18 month trial and it's literally just giving myself a shot every two weeks and you don't have any um you know side effects from it right no nothing not at all i mean also in in, in, in during covid my husband and i 
I've gotten rid of all meat. I don't eat any meat anymore. I've gotten rid of sugar because we have learned that my family does have a history of heart disease. And I was like, it's time for me to take care of it. The, the, the reason I got involved with the Women's Heart Center is because my friend, who is a man, was mm -hmm. told he needed a heart operation. And yet mm. the, doc the do doctor who heads my, uh, my center, Dr. Noel Barry Mers, she said mm -hmm. to him, just don't eat anything with a face. That includes wow. animals, even fish. Guess what? He never had to have his heart open. Wow. He did, never had the surgery. He is 94 years old now. <gasps> This is, you know, in 2007, I think this happened. Wow. Look at him now. So, you know, I, I think it's wonderful that you're taking care of yourself. And, uh, and meat is very bad for the environment, as the you environment, know. Horrible, methane. horrible. So oh. it's a very good idea, everybody. Get vaccinated and stop, cut down on your meat. And Beyond Meat is terrific, you know? We, we use it all yes. the time. We've been using Beyond and Impossible Meat. And you don't need it too much because it's a lot of sodium. But so far, so good. Well, Barbara, thank you so much. I'm so glad we, added, we ended on this note. Nice talking to you, too. Okay. Same here. Be um, well. And be well, be safe. You too, babe. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Barbara Streisand. Thanks for listening to this week's Just for Variety. What's in store for next week? I catch up with Kissing Booth 3 star Taylor Zakhar Perez. You're going to want to hear what he has to say about his work in HBO's upcoming Minx. Until then, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mark Malkin. For all your up-to-the-minute Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you next time. Mm -hmm.